Happy full moon in Aries. This full moon at approximately 16 and a half degrees of Aries becomes exact at 4.54 p.m. New York time, which is 20.54 Greenwich Mean Time today on Sunday, October 9th. In contrast to airy, passive, harmony-seeking Libra, the sign in which the sun remains, the moon now becomes illuminated in fiery, assertive, and passionate Aries, which isn't afraid to ruffle feathers. Aries is represented by the ram, an animal so full of force and energy that it will fight other rams to the death just for the right to mate with a ewe. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac and the ruler of the first house, the house of self. This house is associated with the rising sign. Your rising sign is the cusp of your first house, as in a chart, and it is in charge of our personality and our appearance, how we appear and present ourselves to the world, and how the world sees us. It is also in charge of your early childhood, where your perceptions of the world are formed, and of your potential. Mars, the ruler of Aries, is in its pre-retrograde shadow phase. It makes several aspects in this full moon chart, by the way, including sextiling the moon, trining the sun and Saturn, and squaring Neptune. More on these later. In tropical astrology, which I follow and discuss in these podcasts, zero degrees of Aries happens annually on the vernal or spring equinox in the northern hemisphere. This keeps the zodiac wheel aligned precisely to the seasons. That's the essence of tropical astrology. In the tarot, Aries is best represented by the Ace of Wands. Aries is the starter energy. It is the essence of the young, Y-A-N-G, or divine masculine energy. It is the force required to get things moving to create things. It also carries a huge amount of potential because it is such a powerful force, ready to be directed in whatever direction the co-creator chooses. And to be a co-creator is essentially the understanding and acknowledgement that we have the right and the power to create through the will. However, that there will always be unseen universal forces that will play a role in determining the outcomes of our manifestation. That's the essence of co-creation. You can create, and yet it's ultimately up to the will of God. Aries is one of the four cardinal signs of the zodiac, as it heralds the start of a season, the others being Cancer, the start of summer, Libra, which we're in now, the start of autumn, and Capricorn, the start of winter. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, of course, flip these. According to Wikipedia, in Greek mythology, the symbol of the ram is based on Chrysomalus, the flying ram that rescued Phrixus and Hell, the children of the Boeotian king Atomus, and provided the golden fleece. So there's a little mythology for you. The numerology of Aries is, of course, the number one the starter energy. The one is necessary to create the two through nine. You can't have the two through nine without the one. Since Mars rules over the physical body and sport, we'll be feeling called to move our bodies around and in the 28 days following this full moon. Get out there and exercise. It's good for the body, mind, and soul. With Mars trining the sun and Saturn and sextiling the moon, any new workout routines that you start now will likely contribute greatly to your long-term health. As the calendar has turned to October, the nation here in the U.S. has turned its sporting eyes to the Major League Baseball playoffs. The intensity of the baseball postseason with the sell-off crowds standing on their feet cheering every two-strike count is a great exemplification of the Aries energies. And not too long after this podcast gets released, we'll see if 
my New York Mets are going to L.A. for the division series or they're done. <laughs> Quite nervous for game three. <laughs> Aries is in charge of the emotions of passion and anger. Passion and anger are really different expressions of the same type of energy, actually. A very wise person told me this a long time ago in my journey, and it's quite true. So around this Aries full moon and during the 28 days that follow, it's, a, it's the time now to get excited and inspired about where you're going in life. My private sessions with clients in the days around this full moon have been full of passion and inspiration. It's just as important to restrain yourself and refrain from expressing anger inappropriately around this time. This is a time of year when people will be grumpier and angrier than usual. Fights and disputes will start at the drop of a hat. Stay out of the way of angry people. Remove yourself from discussions and situations when people get angry. Don't send that angry text or email. Wait until your emotions calm down then write that text or email from a calm, logical state of mind. Drive carefully on the roads. Go the speed limit during this time. Venus in harmonious balance Libra conjuncts the sun and opposes the full moon. So we may be feeling called to seek out partnership during the 28 days that follow this full moon. For those that are already in committed relationships, there will be a draw towards harmonizing and working together. This is a welcomed energy now that Mercury has gone back direct in Virgo and is beginning to speed up. Mercury retrograde has been a tumultuous time for many couples. By the way, Mercury will leave its shadow phase on October 16th, making it a safe time to make big decisions, make big purchases, sign new contracts, etc. We're almost in the clear as far as Mercury goes. The Aries full moon in general makes people more concupiscent, but this energy is amplified manifold by the Pluto station. More on that later. So indulging in sensual experiences with your partner can be a great way to facilitate some post-Mercury retrograde healing. Mars squares the exalted retrograde Neptune in its home sign of Pisces. So on one hand, this can be a great time to indulge in fantasies with your partner. But on the other hand, people may be more apt to be dishonest or hide things from each other. As always with everything involving partnerships, open communication is the key to harmonious, successful union. With Venus opposing the moon, couples can be triggered into intense arguments if they're not careful, though with the planet of love also, of course, conjunct the sun, those couples that communicate with one another honestly and effectively should be able to experience the continued harmony that Venus's passage through Libra has to offer. With Saturn sextiling the moon and trining the sun, there's an opportunity to experience greater stability in relationships. The rocky period can end, but again, this is all predicated on the quality, authenticity, and honesty in the communication between partners. The moon is also joined in the sky by Chiron, a minor planet and comet that is known as the wounded healer. As it opposes Venus, this means that the opportunity is ripe for childhood wounds to be worked through within the envelope of a romantic relationship. Throughout Chiron's nine-year-plus transit through Aries, the focus is especially on healing childhood wounds around the father or masculine aspect. One major feature of this full moon chart is that Pluto has finally ended its five-month-plus retrograde phase. It stations direct in Capricorn on this full moon, meaning it is exalted. 
Pluto carries the qualities of deep, deep transformation and inner work. It is ruled by Scorpio, which is the sign that rules over death, rebirth, and transformation. With, when Pluto is exalted, it is a time to look within and do deep inner work, especially working with childhood traumas. It is also a time to renegotiate imbalanced power dynamics in relationships, though this same energy could also cause people to abuse power, and more on that later. So it's two sides of a coin. As Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn, is the sign that rules over self-responsibility, it is important at this time to let go of all illusions of victimhood. Victimhood truly is an illusion because we are all powerful co-creators living in a holographic reality that only seems to be solid via our perception of it. It is time to set boundaries once and for all with those in your life that treat you unfairly. At this time, it's probably best to simply state your boundaries and then remove yourself from the situation as people are more likely now than ever to get angry or even violent. With Chiron joining the full moon in the sky, it may be especially the time to take back your power from those that express shadow masculine traits like control, manipulation, and over-aggressiveness. Just know that as the co-creator that you are, you absolutely have the power to free yourself from any situations or relationships that are keeping you trapped in any way. It often takes courage, confidence, and perseverance to do so, but the power is within you. This is the message I feel that the Pluto station directing Capricorn is relaying to us. If you are in a relationship, remember the old adage of if you love something, set it free. This doesn't mean you have to break up with your partner, but remember that being clingy, controlling, or manipulative will end up causing resentment in your partner. This is important to remember now because the sun forms a quincunx or inconjunct to the retrograde Uranus, making us both want to be seen, recognized, appreciated by our partner, and feel free at the same time. So ask yourself, how can I make my partner feel recognized and seen and heard, but also free? And how can I deal with the feelings of fear that might arise within me if I gift my partner with this feeling of freedom? Pluto going back into direct motion wraps up a cycle that began with its retrograde on April 25th. Think back to what was going on in your life and where you were at in April. What cycles have wrapped up? What loops have come full circle and closed? What deep healing has been accomplished? Pluto is going to become more of a feature of astrological discourse in the last quarter of this year and into the first quarter of 2023 because it is nearing the end of its journey through Capricorn, which began in 2008. And I'll dig more into the meaning of Pluto's transition into Aquarius as it starts to come closer to becoming a reality in the coming months. People who have their Sun, Ascendant, or Mars in Aries, by the way, can tend to be ambitious and courageous. They tend to naturally and unapologetically go after what they want in life. They tend to embody the divine masculine traits of strength, discipline, courage, and perseverance. Though they need to watch out for falling into the trap of the shadow masculine traits, as I mentioned before. In honor of the significant Martian influence on this full moon chart, let's dig into how one can incorporate the divine masculine traits into your life 
and how one can utilize the archetype of the spiritual warrior on the ascension path. Divine Masculine Traits and the Spiritual Warrior Archetype Four of the most important divine masculine traits and virtues of the spiritual warrior archetype are strength, perseverance, courage, and discipline. Let's talk a little bit about each. Strength is one of the most important divine masculine traits. Physical strength is important to develop, yes, but so is mental strength. Mental strength is often what separates those that rise to the top of a certain field, art, or sport from those who never ride, arrive at an elite level of performance. The subconscious mind holds the key in determining what manifests in our life, what our experience of what manifests in our life is, and how we handle our emotions. Since the subconscious mind is created from our experience of life during the ages of 0 through 7, it is largely created out of a reflection of the way that our parents or those who raised us perceived life, interpreted life, and handled their emotions. If your parents or caregivers were optimists, then your natural set point will be optimism. If they were pessimists, then your natural set point will be more pessimistic. If your parents or caregivers were very emotionally intelligent people, meaning they were comfortable with all the emotions that but were able to have control over their emotional state the vast majority of the time, then that's what's going to be natural for you as well. But, I mean, how you know, for how many people is that the reality? Not many, right? Unfortunately, most people didn't have parents that expressed a very high level of emotional intelligence. So for most of us, mental strength and emotional intelligence have to be developed, learned later in life. We need to read books, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, and work with healers and therapists in order to overcome the negative patterns of our parents or caregivers. It takes a lot of practice. We have to significantly change the ways that we talk about ourselves and life in general. We have to find tactics that work in helping us overcome emotional triggers and to pull ourselves out of fear, depression, jealousy, anger, etc. Having a set of daily affirmations is a great way to accelerate your improvement in these areas. Also, you can make great strides forward simply by not continuing to engage in some of the mentally weak or emotionally immature patterns and tendencies of the past. Put some reminders up around your home and office. When you find yourself going into an old negative pattern, say stop out loud. Interrupt the pattern. Then consciously change your state. That's the key. You have to interrupt the pattern and then shift your focus. And believe me, I practice with this every day. I'm not perfect, but that's the key. You interrupt the pattern and create a new pattern. Find something to laugh at or force yourself to smile even. Or even move your body. Dance or, or go for a walk. The act of smiling, by the way, signals to your brain that it's time to produce a different cocktail of chemicals and erase your emotional state. The words you speak out loud are more important than you might think. Everything you speak out loud gets recognized by your subconscious mind. Every word and phrase either reinforces old patterns or moves you in the direction of creating new ones. If you're curious about the power of words, I would encourage you to check out my Change Your Reality by Changing Your Words Mastery Empowerment course. It's available on my website. If you go to youareadivinehuman.org, all spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org. Or what you can do if you're here on YouTube is just go to the pinned comment below 
and go ahead and uh, uh, click on my website there. Go to the events, courses, and webinars page, and you will find, uh, if you scroll down a bit, that webinar. And I know that all this is easier said than done. Believe me, I know. But in an ironic twist, mental strength is what separates those that can overcome their bad subconscious patterns and greatly improve their lives from those that can't. And in an ironic but refreshing twist, you get to decide whether you're going to be mentally strong or not. You have complete free will. And that's an idea I really want to reinforce in this discussion of the full moon in Aries because Aries is so much about our will. It is the will. Some of us on this ascension journey have gone through multiple tribulations in this lifetime alone where we had to gather all of our inner strength simply to survive. And even if you haven't had extreme difficulties like that, everyone can think of an instance where they had to be strong just to make it through. When creating a life plan, the soul always includes situations which the character, which is you, incarnated, will need to access their inner strength in order to proceed through the intended lesson. Some souls have created more situations requiring this than others. If you feel like your soul has created a lot, a lot of difficult situations for you to go through, know that this is because your soul believed you would survive in each and every one of those and learn valuable lessons in doing so. You are meant to make it through all of your tough times. If you're here listening to this podcast, if you're here, if you're alive, it's not your exit point. You're meant to stay here and persevere through whatever difficulties you're facing. Your soul is not ever trying to destroy you. It's just challenging you in an extreme way in order to help the very best version of yourself, which may be kind of lying in a cocoon, emerge. The past three years have been very challenging for nearly everyone on the planet. A deadly disease has ravished the globe. Many have lost loved ones or had long-term negative health effects. The world stands on the brink of a potential nuclear World War III. People have become more divided than ever over politics. It's hard to know what information can be trusted and who can be trusted. Many nations are facing inflation, economic declines, and food shortages, including here in the U.S., this intensely difficult period of time on our planet is the perfect opportunity for us to bring out the archetype of this spiritual warrior. The spiritual warrior encounters obstacles and difficulties in their path, but has the strength and resolve to move through the obstacles rather than to let the obstacles topple them. Perseverance is also required in these difficult situations. Anyone that has achieved anything great in their lives has had to persevere through obstacles and setbacks. To persevere even when nothing seems to be going the way you want it to requires mental strength. Even when you want to give up your on your dreams, you're strong enough to interrupt those thoughts that want to pull you back into the muck and you keep on charging ahead towards what you want to create. The universe will probably give you many chances throughout your life to embody the spiritual warrior archetype. Some people will inevitably face more difficulties than others. This has to do with the specific karma you're bringing in from other lifetimes. When times are good in your life, enjoy them to the fullest. When times are tough, it's a wonderful opportunity to bring out the spiritual warrior within. Here are some questions to consider when pondering this role of strength and perseverance in your life. And please journal on these if you think that might be helpful. 
Remember what you can do, a really easy thing. You can stop the video or the podcast between each question, take some time to either ponder the question or to write down the question and then journal on it. What are some of the negative patterns that probably came from childhood that I know I need to kick? Where did I pick up these patterns? Am I modeling the way that my parents or caregivers acted when I was young? Or maybe they still act this way. Are there some situations in my life currently where I intuitively feel I should persevere through the obstacles and frustrations? In what situations can I think of in my past or present have I embodied the spiritual warrior? What sort of strong qualities did I express or am I expressing now in those situations where I embodied the spiritual warrior? What specific situations come up often in my life where I could express more of the strength of the spiritual warrior? So where do I need to express more of that spiritual warrior archetype in my life? Do I feel strong in my physical body? If not, could I work on increasing my physical strength just a bit? Do I tend to give up too easily? Am I easily dissuaded? What would 10% more strength in my life look like? What would it feel like? What would 10% more perseverance in my life look like? What would it feel like? Aries the Ram also illustrates the divine masculine trait of courage. Think of one of your favorite movies. Right now, just think of any movie. The movie you're thinking of most likely had a hero. Perhaps it was the protagonist himself. The hero always must embody courage at certain points in their journey. And to be courageous usually requires taking risks. We can all think of situations in our life where we took a risk and it paid off. Perhaps you followed a hunch and found yourself rewarded, or perhaps you said screw it and did something fun that was a bit risky. Maybe you decided to take a job in another state and you end up meeting your future partner. In these situations, you access the inner courage and took a leap of faith. Oftentimes, a soul will write into the life, a life plan one or several big situations where courage is one of the intended lessons to be learned. You might be presented with a big opportunity. However, perhaps it might require moving out of your comfort zone. If you take the risk, it might mean you pass that particular lesson, not that it will likely or necessarily be the last lesson in courage. While if you decide to play it safe, it likely means that you'll need another opportunity and you'll probably get that opportunity to show off your inner courage somewhere down the line. Do you ever get that feeling that you should just take a leap of faith and go for it? Those are the exact instances where you'll find inner courage paying off handsomely. Imagine harnessing that strong Aries energy with its unlimited potential and utilizing it to take that leap of faith. Like the alchemist in the magician card, in the tarot, harnessing the universal energy with his crystal wand pointed to the sky. 
Another aspect of the spiritual warrior is a willingness to show one's true self or personality to the world. So many of us are afraid to show ourselves out of fear of judgment or ridicule. So many of us go along with how others believe we should live our lives. These fears can root from the feeling judged or ridiculed by one's parents or caregivers, as well as being ridiculed or ostracized in primary school or in high school. Opening the throat chakra fully and expressing who you really feel you are to the world is an important aspect of this ascension path for everyone. The world needs you to show up as the real you. And this, of course, requires courage. Here are some questions to consider or journal on when pondering the role of courage in your life. What situations can I recall where I acted on the courage of the spiritual warrior within me? How did it feel to act on that courage? Do I have access to this courage anytime I want to? Is there a situation in my life right now where I feel the universe is asking for me to take a courageous risk or leap of faith? How could taking more risks lead to a greater sense of fulfillment in my life? How could I present myself more authentically and courageously to the world? What would 10% more courage in my life look like? What would it feel like? Another crucial divine masculine trait is discipline. It requires mental strength to have discipline over oneself, but it also requires a passion for life, a passion to make the best of your limited time in this specific physical container you've chosen for this lifetime. This passion also falls under the realm of Aries. The starter energy that Aries holds, that unlimited potential, desires to express itself passionately. The more passionately it is expressed, the more smoothly the manifestations you're desiring to create can become reality. If you want to get really good at anything in your life, it requires discipline. Whatever your chosen art or creative expression is, whether it's painting, cooking, psychic work, yoga, or whatever else, it requires repeated practice to build competency and skill. Basic life skills require discipline as well to develop. If you want to become more relaxed and at peace, you need to incorporate daily meditation and or visualization practices into your schedule. When you dabble in something, you can only go so far. But when you spend time developing a skill or work on something every single day, you're going to become a master at it. Prioritizing your schedule goes hand in hand with establishing discipline. Many people have their hands in too many jars at once, and because of this, they don't progress as quickly in their career. You're, you've got to be able to prioritize what is the most important thing in your life at any given time. Having at least one or two daily rituals that support your health and well-being, physical and or mental, sets the stage for you to be more productive and disciplined in the rest of your life, as well as to be happy and content. Here are some questions to consider when pondering the role of discipline in your life. And again, feel free to journal on these. In what areas of my life do I struggle with discipline? In what ways do I tend to get sidetracked? 
what catches my attention that I probably should avoid? If I were to be more disciplined with my spiritual practices, what positive changes might I see in my life? What are two supportive practices that I know I should incorporate into my life on a daily basis? Just pick two. What would showing 10% more discipline in my life look like? What would it feel like? And I have a great uh, webinar that's on that same page, youareadivinehuman.org. Click on Course Events, Events and Webinars, and it's called Awakening the Divine Masculine. And this will help reinforce everything I just discussed. An incredibly dangerous time on the world stage. Astrologically, we are in a very precarious time on the world stage. The Aries, Full Moon, and Pluto station in and of themselves are potentially violent and explosive. But we also have Uranus, which is retrograde in Taurus, and Saturn, which is retrograde in Aquarius, coming the closest they have to squaring one another exactly since last December. This particular series of Saturn-Uranus squares is bringing geopolitical and financial instability on the world stage, travel restrictions, as well as an increased risk of natural disasters. Jupiter and Aries and Jupiter and Aries enhances this risk even more. This square became exact thrice in 2021, and it is now just over a half degree of orb from being an exact square, so almost an exact square. These two influential planets won't square again until 2043. This is all the astrological backdrop, of course, to the war in Ukraine and the increasingly dangerous threat of Putin using nuclear weapons. If you don't think that the world is standing on the brink of World War III, then you're not paying attention, or if you think it's all political theater, you're living in an illusion and denial. This was always the danger of Jupiter and Aries and the Saturn-Uranus squares. Remember, World War II began with Jupiter and Aries. The Great Depression of 1929 coincided with the Saturn-Uranus square. The Black Friday stock market crash and the fall of the Berlin Wall, the end of the USSR, coincided with the Saturn-Uranus conjunction. The Spanish flu and the Russian Civil War coincided with the Saturn-Uranus opposition. So as you can see, Saturn and Uranus meeting in any sort of significant aspect seems to coincide with major issues on the world stage, including in Russia. I really do not know what's going to happen. I believe that our benevolent extraterrestrial friends would step in and prevent a nuclear weapon being used in war. But how can we know that for sure? How can we know for sure that that safeguard is truly in place? I don't know. UFO researcher Robert Hastings reported over a decade ago and wrote a book about it, about over 100 military personnel reporting having nuclear technology turned off or deactivated at the same time that they had spotted UFOs. So there's some evidence. I'm a believer personally, but it's still ultra concerning. It seems inevitable that there will be some sort of escalation in the Russia-Ukraine conflict soon, probably during the 28 days following this powder kick full moon chart. All we can do as lightworkers is to continue to pray and visualize peace and ask our extraterrestrial friends to assist in the de-escalation of this precarious situation. And of course, there are charities that support Ukrainian refugees that you can contribute to if you feel called to. 
It also does feel to me that there will be some major earthquake or volcano before the end of 2022. I do not know where, and that the stock markets will continue to head deeper into a bear market. And just an important reminder that despite everything that's going on in the outside world, you absolutely have all the power to create the heaven on earth reality that you desire. Make your home, your bubble, your sanctuary of light. I'm just someone that enjoys analyzing what's going on in the outside world. I really do. But remember to not get too emotionally caught up in it, especially in these most dire of times on the world stage. Focus on what you love and what brings you joy. And if you enjoy following along with politics and world events as I do, then just don't let them consume you or bring you down. We have to continue to contribute vibrationally to what we want to manifest in this world which is a utopia of love, peace, harmony, and abundance. And that process begins with us lightworkers manifesting that reality in our own little worlds. So keep up the good work if you've been focusing on that. Wishing you a passionate, courageous, and vigorous full moon in Aries. With love, this is Matthew John. Thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it's on YouTube or any other platform. If you're on YouTube, do me a favor before you go. Please click that like button. Please click subscribe if you haven't already. And please comment below if you enjoyed the video. And also check the links in the pinned comment below. You can find my website there, which is youaredivinehuman.org. You can also find the link to the article version of this podcast and the link to my YouTube channel. Uh, I just released a great collaboration with Rob Schwartz, who the author of Your Soul's Plan. You can check that out on my youtube channel the link is in the description box below or you can just type in my name matthew john into the youtube search bar you'll find that please subscribe to my youtube channel i would really appreciate that and also you can follow me on instagram at matthew john healer if you do go to my website you can check out all that i offer as far as my private sessions that i offer to people worldwide my courses and webinars and a whole library of free articles, videos, show appearances, and interviews. My website is a wonderful resource to assist you in your ascension. Now, I have a program that is beginning very soon that I have not yet had time to put up on my website. It's been an incredibly busy past month for me. Um, I do plan on putting it up on my website very soon, but I've been promoting it through my email list. And by the way, if you're not on my email list, it's really easy to sign up. When you go to my website, you'll see a pop-up ad if you're on uh, a desktop or laptop. It says click here to get your free guided meditation and click there and then it, you'll get signed up for the email newsletter. So if you're on your, my email newsletter, you'll be the first to know about all my promotions, discounts, and events that are coming up. So I have a couple events coming up that aren't on the website yet. Okay, coming up this Saturday, October 15th. It, we have a live Mastery Empowerment course called Addiction Relief for Lightworkers. I've been wanting to do this for years. I've worked with so many people over the years who are addicts or recovering addicts. There's no shame in being a lightworker and being an addict or a recovering addict. It's not something that's discussed as openly as it should be, in my opinion, in the New Age community. It's something that's kind of swept under the rug. But the reality is that so many lightworkers suffer with addiction. So, so many so many more than you think and people that you wouldn't think suffer from addiction people that on their instagram or their facebook or their youtube they look like they wouldn't be anyone who would ever suffer from addiction well behind the scenes they do 
So I am doing this live webinar. If you can't make it live, it is at 1 p.m. If you do want to make it live, 1 p.m. this coming Saturday, October 15th, okay? Um, and you can sign up right now through me directly. You need to email me to sign up, but look on my website soon because it's going to be up there very soon, maybe by uh, Monday. The link should be there. But if you don't see it, email me. You are divinehuman at gmail.com if you want to sign up for that. It's only $22. Okay. Usually my live webinars are $33. I want to make it affordable for everyone because not everyone can afford. And actually, there's an option to, even if you needed to pay $11 now and $11 in, in a month, there's an option for that as well. So I wanted to make it affordable for everyone. On the call, people are going to be sharing their testimonies and stories of how they recovered as lightworkers from addiction, some stories of really awful, awful addiction. Um, and I'm going to be going through processes, energetic processes, guided meditation, guided healing processes to assist the people on the call in their recovery. Of course, this call is not a substitute for medical treatment. It's not a substitute for AA or NA or any of those support groups or for licensed therapy, but it is going to be incredibly effective. Um, I have helped so many people with my one-on-one -on -one work over the years in recovering from addiction, but I'm so excited to be able to do this as a group. So if this calls to you, please email me. You are a divine human at gmail.com, or you can sign up for my email list. You'll see emails in the coming days about it. And uh, you also, it'll, as I said, it'll be on my website very soon. Uh, addiction relief for webinars. Addiction relief for light workers webinar. There we go. <laughs> um, I also have my ascending as one group, which is I'm it's gangbusters right now. I'm blown away with the reception um, that uh, I'm getting for this ascending as one. There's a a real excitement for this to get started. We're only a couple weeks away. It starts Sunday, November sixth. So this is my new weekly ascension group on sundays and it'll be at five o'clock uh, in new york two o'clock in la uh 10 p.m uh in london and every week there's gonna be a different teaching to assist in your healing and self-development to accelerate your ascension group healing meditations group eft tapping i'm an eft tapping practitioner as well if you didn't know weekly astrology updates so not just um you know following along with my uh, podcasts as you do, but you, now if you join the group, every week you'll get an update. Live readings on each call. Raise your hand, pop on the Zoom, and I'll do a reading for you in front of the group. Q&A on each call. All topics open. Anything at all that you want to ask me about is totally open. Okay? It uh, includes webinars and courses that you get for free to do on the side. There's a Telegram group to connect with other students 24-7. Free merchandise, discounts on full-length private sessions, webinars, classes, and retreats. No commitments necessary. It's a subscription service. Cancel anytime you want. So there's two levels of membership. Tier two, you get three group calls per month, one free course per month, 10% off private sessions, 5% off packages, uh, comprehensive courses, and psychic training and retreats. That starts at just $88 per month. But wait, I have this deal going. If you haven't heard, it's a two for one. Sign up for one month, you get a month free. Sign up for three months, you get three months free. Sign up for six months or a year, you get six months or a year free. I'm this is for the first 20 people only. I'm very close to that 20. I have a couple spots left. And once I hit that 20, I will not offer the two for one anymore. 
But if you want to get the two-for-one, uh, please reach out to me within the next week. I would anticipate uh, by October 15th, we will have hit that cap of 20. There's also a VIP membership, which I highly recommend. That includes four group calls per month. So you unlock that fourth bonus call, which includes me channeling Syrian extraterrestrials directly, which is super cool. You get three free courses per month. You get a 20-minute private phone reading with me every month. So you can look forward to having a reading with me every single month. How cool is that? You get a remote shocker scan report after six months. You get a mug after three months, a T-shirt after six months, and a hoodie after 12 months. 25% of uh, full-length private sessions, 20% of spiritual mentoring packages, comprehensive course, and retreats. Starts at just 144 per month, but that'll be 144 for two months. Three months, sign up for you get three months free. So for 404, for example, that's three months plus three months free. That's going to get you six readings with me plus four calls per month. So 24 three-hour group calls where you can ask me anything on those calls and you're going to receive healings and activations each week, Syrian channeling, plus six individual private phone sessions with me. I think that's a great deal. But again, I think the uh, two-for-one deal will probably be gone by the end of uh, this coming week. So please email me, youareadivinehuman at gmail.com, or my email is in the pinned comment below. Upcoming schedule for Ascending is 1, November 6th, Ascension 101, November 13th, Healing Your Root Chakra, November 20th, Tarot Basics, November 27th, Nutrition Supplements for Ascension plus Syrian Channeling, that's a VIP-only call, December 4th, Healing Your Sacral Chakra, December 11th, Refining Your Intuition, December 18th, Understanding and Interpreting Soul Contracts, December 26th, Winter Solstice, Yule Group Activation, and Syrian Channeling. That's a VIP-only call. And also, we're getting close to the deadline. Everything's kind of happening at once here with uh, with my stuff. But October 15th is the deadline. I did extend it from, uh, from September 30th to October 15th. It's a deadline to sign up for uh, the early bird rate for my 2023 Lionsgate Retreat. If you don't know about the retreat yet... I am hosting an in-person retreat where we're going to connect with all sorts of extraterrestrial races and do some really cool healing stuff. It's three nights, four days. All your meals and accommodations are included. It's a sacred, sacred ground that has an indigenous history to it with labyrinths and trails and waterfalls and ponds. And it's just a magical place. You look out your window at the retreat center where you're sleeping and overlook the uh, the mountains into a valley. It's just absolutely magical that's happening august 3rd through 6 2023 if you put down a 400 deposit by this coming saturday october 15th it locks in your 30 percent off early bird rate for the retreat okay so it's last chance to get 30 percent off on the retreat and it's a refundable deposit if anything changes and you can't make the retreat next year no problem you get your money right back in full so if you want to put down the deposit for the early bird uh, for the retreat Again, email me, youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. That's youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. Sorry to do everything through email. I've been working insane hours and have not had time to update my website, but that will be something I will be working on the rest of this month. Okay, everyone, um, and if you want to get in contact with me, best thing to do is email me. Also, if you go to my website, youareadivinehuman.org, if you're on laptop or desktop, Go to the bottom right corner of the screen. You'll see a little pop-up. It has my face. It says, have a question, ask Matthew. Type in your uh, your question and your correct email address. I'll get back to you 
as soon as I can, usually super quick. Also, if you don't see that, you can scroll your mouse over the contact tab and, uh, and uh, excuse me, scroll your mouse over the more tab, click on contact me, type in your name and, e and your email address. If you're on mobile, you can just click the mail icon. If you are on Instagram, just DM me at Matthew John Healer. Okay. Uh, you can also just leave a comment below. So I'm super easy to get in touch with. You feel free to contact me about anything at all. Or if you just want to say hi, just want to reach out, feel free to do that as well. Okay. Um, and please remember, once again, uh, it's it's so awesome when you guys like and subscribe because uh, it really helps YouTube to pick up the algorithm for these podcasts. And of course, please share it with uh, anyone else in your life that is an astrology enthusiast or a, a spiritual development enthusiast. And I'm looking forward to speaking to everyone on the upcoming new moon, which will be, believe it or not, already into Scorpio season. Can you believe that? I cannot. Scorpio season is my favorite time of the year because I am a Scorpio. So that is going to be fun. So until then, everyone, please remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to others, to be kind to animals, and be kind to the earth with love. This is Matthew John.